This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Links with Ivan Tony have fallen off a cliff. Meanwhile, Kylian Mbappe looks as though... He's on the move to Real Madrid. Meanwhile, Sambi Laconga is doing very well at Luton Town. This is the Arsenal News Show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every single morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining me and making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. I hope you've had a fantastic week and weekend rather. And it was a relaxing one. We had to enjoy plenty of good positive football. Manchester City dropping points. Arsenal closing the gap in the race. Liverpool losing some players, although injuries aren't something to celebrate, but it's certainly something that will create some food for thought uh, in the title race, that's for sure. As we go into that League Cup, Liverpool not playing this upcoming weekend either, so there's a chance even to overtake them and potentially go into first place. But it will depend upon what Man City do in their game against Brentford in midweek as well. Though that said, I think Liverpool are playing a midweek game as well, so it might depend on that. Two plenty uh, of football to discuss, though. And uh, first of all, we say good morning to those joining us in the chat box. Uh, good morning to Barry. Good morning to Blackshine, to Jalali, to Carlton. Um, good morning to Paul and Trader Mike and Brendan and Glenn and Amira. We've got Wilson, Damian, Martin, Ismail, Tabani, uh, Maximir, Stevie, Guna Jake, Matt G, Jimbo. And uh, Jimbo has now been a member actually for seven months. Fantastic. And thank you for the kind support continuously on the channel as well and also uh thank you everyone that's continuing to help us with our 1k everyday like challenge if you haven't already dropped your like on the video please make sure that you do uh, this is going to be a shorter show with it being monday i'm actually headed into the office this morning so really going to need your support to get those likes up today and uh we've been doing brilliantly so if we want this run to continue in the league i just there's something I don't know what it is. There's just something about it that's seemingly giving us that little bit of buoyancy. So, uh, yeah, help us out and uh, and drop a like on the video. Right, let's go into today's stories, shall we? And we'll whip through these so we can get as many questions in as we can in the short time that we've got. Premier League roundup. Arsenal, of course, as we know, won. But it was Sunday's games which dominated the news. First of all, Brighton winning 5-0 
uh, at Sheffield United after Mason Holgate committed one of the worst red card offences tackles I've ever seen in the Premier League. And yet still, there were somehow complaints from the Sheffield United players that it shouldn't have been a red card. I don't really know how. It was an awful tackle and rightly deserving of a red. It just goes to show that no matter what happens on a football field, there is always going to be someone who doesn't agree with it. But a big, big win, of course, for Brighton in their hopes of getting European football once again as they continue their European action this week also. They move up to seventh in the table, above Newcastle, above West Ham, who are pushed down to eighth and ninth, respectively. Um, Brighton now on 38 points, six points behind sixth-placed Manchester United, who beat Luton Town. Two goals early on inside the first 10 minutes from uh, Erasmus Hoyland before Morris got a uh, what turned out to be a consolation goal. But there was plenty of opportunities for both sides throughout. But it wasn't exactly the best performance from Manchester United. And Casemiro should have certainly been sent off for a second yellow card classic that he certainly wasn't. And uh, I mean, what we've come to expect from this, haven't we? I mean, Rob Edwards, I think, was talking, complaining about the added time that wasn't really given at the end of the game either and even made a little hint to it being because it's Manchester United. So there you go. But in that game, uh, Sambi Laconga really impressed. Goal-saving challenge against Bruno Fernandes as well to keep the score at 2-1 and keep Luton very much in the game. He's having a really good loan spell uh, in Luton. It's been a really positive experience for the Belgian midfielder who I don't necessarily think sees his story with Arsenal over. He doesn't either, by the way. He's very much looking forward to getting back to Arsenal in the summer to seeing if he can prove himself at the club, but he's having a fantastic time out there and he will return in the summer as a potential option for Arsenal to do as, as, as well as he can, if at the very least it's improving his value so that if Arsenal were to sell him in the summer, they would be able to get a much better fee than perhaps we would have been able to get last summer. So that's really positive to see Laconga doing so well. And it's interesting also because Brighton were previously interested. They signed Balaba, who's not really played too much for Brighton, I don't think, this season. Certainly not stood out, at least, and not uh, caught any plaudits. But maybe they'll come back in for Samuel Lekonga and come up with a, a very good fee for the Belgian. Now, this isn't nece nece necessarily, that's the word, <laughs> necessarily Arsenal. But just wanted to make you aware that a uh, club, another club, has joined the City Football Group. Manchester City expanding things with Palermo uh, within the last year and have now added Istanbul Bishakshir here from Turkey to the City Football Group as well. This conglomerate continues to grow and uh, I've said this every time we talk about multi-club models Arsenal are being left behind in my opinion um, and Arsenal need to be looking into how they can potentially benefit from a multi-club model because clubs like Chelsea are starting to do it we know that other clubs have already done it as well um, and Man City obviously stand out amongst all of them as the multi-club model uh, to look to. But uh, Arsenal, for me, need to get involved in this action. And so far, it doesn't have any kind of hints or suggestions that we are at the moment. But uh, yeah, City Football Group in in um, partnership with Istanbul Bashakshir here. <laughs> Moving into transfers then, and it seems as though the Mbappe dream is over before it even starts. Um, he is looking very much likely to move to Real Madrid, as we all knew that he was probably going to be. Um, but suggestions are from France, Santayuna, um, reporting that he will wear the one number 10 shirt after agreeing a deal with Real Madrid for a deal through until 2029. He will sign in the summer and uh, take that number 10 shirt. Uh, it means that it means that Real Madrid will have a team that includes Rodrigo Mbappe and Vinicius Jr. with Jude Bellingham 
as well. Um, it's quite the side, Camavinga, Chouameni. There's incredible French talent now in that uh, in that Real Madrid squad. Mondi, of course, still there as well. It's quite the squad, uh, Real Madrid. And uh, it's going to be a hell of a... I mean, it, it gets to the stage where if they sign Mbappe, you're like, if you don't win La Liga, the Champions League, the Copa del Rey, the Spanish Super Cup, You've almost underachieved. That's the level that Real Madrid squad is getting to. It's it's kind of ridiculous. But yes, Mbappe in a Real Madrid shirt is what we can expect next season, it seems. And our headline story of the day. I've spoken about this before on the channel. I spoke about this actually last week. I don't know if you caught it when I was talking about it. But we were asked a question in one of the part twos of one of the shows last week about Ivan Tony. And I said that the latest that I've heard is that things are kind of quietening down on the Ivan Tony front. And Team News and Ticks, the very well-connected Team News and Ticks, yesterday on social media tweeted saying that last week uh, they would have kind of, you know, been in the position where they thought he was coming to Arsenal. And yet a week later, how quickly things change, they're pretty confident that he won't be arriving at Arsenal during this upcoming summer transfer window. And I, for one, I think you all know where I stand on this, think that this is the right decision. I released an article this morning on Football.London talking about Leandro Trossard and speaking about how Arsenal are not only unbeaten when Trossard starts uh, games up top. He started 10 games up top. Arsenal have won nine of those games, drawing one, which was a 2-2 draw against Fulham earlier on this season, in which he came off actually at halftime uh, with an injury issue as well. But uh, from my perspective, Nine wins, one draw, four goals, seven assists for Leandro Trossard when he plays at centre-forward. He's been doing fantastically well. Um, And so I think that maybe Arsenal need to look at when they do go into the market, trying to find less of a traditional number nine and more so a striker that is not only a goal scorer and very composed and clinical, but a striker that can contribute creatively, that can offer something collaboratively. And I don't think that Ivan Toni is that player and it seems that maybe the club doesn't think that he's the right profile either for the way in which this team is evolving. As Thierry Henry said, this team creates loads of chances. If it puts the ball in the back of the net, it will score plenty of goals. And we have seen that today as well. Right, let's go to part two and your questions then right after this for a very quick Q&A session. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, then part two, uh, and we move into the chat box uh, as well. Please do, if you haven't done so already, drop a like. We'll be around for about nine more minutes or so before I have to shoot off to try and get and catch my train uh, that I cannot afford to miss. Um, And thank you to those that continue to tune in. Thank you to those that catch up as well and those that are listening on audio platforms. Also, you are all 
very much loved and appreciated. If you could drop a like and head over to YouTube as well to help our cause to hit 1K every day, that would be amazing. Right, shall we go into the chat box? Um, let's go to Paul says, late up again, watching with nine minutes delay again. Good morning, though, to the TGT family. Uh, Frank says, as much as I fantasized about the prospect of having Mbappe at Arsenal, I knew it was unrealistic. And so let's move on. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, Ken says, do you think with Real Madrid will need to get rid of someone to make space for Mbappe and Arsenal could make a move? And do you think PSG will go for Ozymen as a replacement? I don't think so, Ken, because they lost Benzema last summer. They replaced him with Yosselu, who's not exactly like ripping up trees. He's doing okay. He's a decent striker. But I think they moved on their high-profile, high-earning player last summer. So this summer will be replaced by Mbappe. A lot of you are having discussions about who you'd like. Uh, Rich says, I'd like to see Joshua Zerxi, whose links continue. Nav said that they'd like Santiago Jimenez. Uh, Alani says, Sesco is so underrated. I think personally, and this comes from someone who is a big, big fan of Benjamin Sesco when he was at Salzburg, and I still am a big fan of his. I do think there is something to be said about the fact that he's quite quickly become a little overrated only because he's been spoken about so much in recent months and actually people aren't even watching that he's not playing from the start all that much that said he has started some recent games in fact he started three games in a row for Leipzig and scored in every single one of them so that is worth pointing out but he hasn't and doesn't necessarily start as many games as people think that he does He's still a very young player. He's still got a lot of learning to do. He could be the right player to sign if Arsenal want to look at a project, but I'm not sure necessarily that he'd be my number one pick. But he's certainly up there as uh, uh, something that I would keep an eye on. That's for sure. Akshat, who's been a member now for 25 months, says great content, Tom. Membership's been well worth it. Thanks, Akshat. That's very, very kind of you indeed. And uh, thank you for being part of this TGT family and supporting us. Um, Frank says, Tom, which striker do you think is ideal for Arsenal? I've always said to people, Ask me in the summer. I kind of want to see what options available. My head right now is very much with Victor Goyakares of Sporting. I just see that 28 goals, 11 assists across all competitions. See that like all round. He's doing fantastic. Uh, he has a big release clause of 100 million euros, of course, though. So to get him out of Sporting after one season would be very difficult. But um, at the moment, he's the one that I look at um, as potential. 25 years of age, scoring at that frequency. Players from the Portuguese league have a decent record at that level of trying to transition to the Premier League as well. Not necessarily at the lower level, but at the upper level, they do quite well. You think of Bruno Fernandes, we think of Darwin Nunez. You know, players do quite well at the elite level of those Portuguese teams uh, that have been playing very well to transition to the Prem. So let's let's see. I, I see. I understand when people are like, no, I want to see him play at a high level first. Well, you're not going to be able to do that because he's 25 years of age. His next move is going to be his big move. Uh, and therefore, if you want, if you want to take that chance, it's going to be have to take him now rather than waiting for him to move somewhere else first. Free the street says, give me Isaac. Isaac is another one certainly on my list of players that I would take, but very hard to get out of Newcastle. Uh, Basha says, uh, hi Tom, uh, would you take Adin Gra over Neto? I would. We already have too many players who are guaranteed to miss at least one third of the games. Adin Gra, of course, having a fantastic season already at Brighton. They're going to be charging so much money for their players. They just keep finding gems, don't they? Just keep finding really strong players. I'm not sure if Adin Gra is the player that I'd go for. I think Nico Williams is probably better. And at 21 years of age with the £42 million release clause, very accessible as well compared to maybe Adin Gra, who I have less confidence in. Uh, Jack says, what youth players beyond uh, Nuaneri, Miles Lewis Skelly, uh, are the ones that we should know? Do you think that we could be getting some game time from in the future? 
It's a good question. There isn't exactly like loads banging on the door um, at the moment. We do need to have maybe a conversation about improving the output of the Youth Academy somewhat. But those are the two key ones. We've also got you've got likes of Ruel Waters, of course, who remains at the club but hasn't been given an opportunity yet. Um, I know that uh, we've got uh, oh, um, Chido Obi-Martin, of course, young striker. He's miles away from the first team still, though, but he's very exciting as uh, the one that scored 10 goals against Liverpool's under under 16s, I think, under 14s, uh, was it? One of the youth sides scored 10 goals in a game. Kind of crazy. He's certainly very highly rated and has already been playing under-21s football, actually came off the bench for the under-21s recently and is playing at under-18s level now, even though he's only 16. So he's still one to look out for as well. Uh, JD Young says uh, Rosiak is is one to look out for. Also, um, Jax's Goyekarez has already played in England. I get it, but obviously it was in the Championship, so that's worth pointing out. But he still delivered really well in the Championship, which is a very hard league to deliver it. And for those that are like very much looking at Tony as the guy, you know, he obviously did deliver in the Championship for Peterborough, and uh, that's what got him that move ultimately to, to Brentford. I think it was Peterborough. Was it Peterborough? I think it was. I, I need to check that, otherwise my mind is going to go absolutely mad, worrying that I've messed that up. Um, that's the perfectionist in me. It was indeed Peterborough who scored 40 goals in 76 games. Um, Swazi says, hey, Tom, what are the chances that Vlaovic leaves, Je- uh, leaves Juventus in the summer? And would we be looking at him? I'd honestly take him over Tony and possibly even Ozymen. Ozymen is a player, by the way, just on a side thing, he's kind of moving away from my radar. I'm not sure I'd pay the £130 million. I just don't think that's worth it. Or the 120 or whatever the release clause is, way over £100 million. I don't think that's worth it. Vlaovic, I don't think he's leaving Juventus. He has no plans on leaving. He likes it there and Juve want to keep him. So difficult. Would I take him over Ozymen? If he was less than half the price of Ozymen, maybe, or even half the price of Ozymen, I might, but... I think there are other options out there that are better for us. Matt says, would you send Ethan Ranieri on loan? I can't spell his surname. Um, <laughs> it's Nwan Eri. So N-W-A-N-E-R-I is how you spell it. But uh, I think that um, I think that a player like Nwaneri going on loan would suit more so a foreign league than the rigours of the lower English tiers. Um, yes, you want him to get up to date with that, but I think you need to put him into a side where A, he's going to play, and B, he's going to get plenty of the ball. I like the idea of sending Mika Birev to Austria. I think that's that's done wonders um, already. He's already having an impact. He scored again at the weekend uh, in Sturm's recent game. So maybe sending him to a league where he's going to get plenty of minutes for a team that dominate their league, like... Sturmgratz or Salzburg do. I, d- I doubt you'd get them into Salzburg. They tend to like to develop their own stars. But Sturmgratz maybe next season, if we're building up a relationship with the Austrian side, we've already sent uh, Okonkwo, uh, uh, the goalkeeper there before as well. We've got that relationship with them. Um, I guess maybe that could be a good place for him next season if he wanted to go and, and get some regular game time abroad uh, to play for a team that do really well in their league. Um, let's go to Emmanuel. Says question. Hi, Tom. Mika Beer. Oh, there you go. Mika Beer seems to be doing really well on loan. Is there a path that could bring him back to the Emirates? I still don't think so. But what he's doing is certainly building up his value. He's he's creating a name for himself abroad, and that's always going to be a good thing. But no, I don't think so. Rich says he's sixteen. He's way too young uh, young to go on loan. If he's not in the team when he's eighteen, send him there. No hurry. He actually can't go on loan till he is seventeen. He turns seventeen next month in March when he will sign a pro contract with the club. Um, but you can still send players on loan at 17. It's not necessarily the worst idea in the world. I mean, Jack Wilshere went on loan when he was 17, 18 years of age, did he not? What's the difference between 17 and 18? Is it that big of a difference? Uh, maybe at that age it, it might be, but 
I have not got an issue with sending him uh, to get some really good experience abroad. Um, Fred says, have you managed yet to do any scout watching on Porto? A little. Uh, their game at the weekend when they won 2-0 this weekend, uh, I think they were kind of playing more so in second gear, uh, to be honest. But uh, they're going to be a challenge, mate. That's that's what I can guarantee, is they're going to be a big challenge on Wednesday. We'll be bringing you a preview show, by the way, of that game tomorrow evening. Tuesday evening, we'll have a preview ahead of the game against Porto. That is going to bring us to the end of today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already dropped a like on the video to help us to 1K every day, please do. Um, and I really hope that uh, that you guys have a fantastic start to your weeks as well. I will be back tomorrow morning, of course, with another 8 a.m. show and look forward to seeing some of you uh, later on this week at our live event as well. It's going to be very exciting. But thank you so much for listening. Drop a like, subscribe, stay safe, stay well, stay happy and respectful. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.